Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3, back once again alongside the Spinner Mason to my Jimmy Brooks, the Derek to my Danny. He is Steven Jensen, and we are here for another edition of Degrassi Dudes. How you doing this morning, Jensen? I'm doing good. As always, just kind of waking up this uh, Friday morning, getting my weekend kicked off with some Degrassi dudes so I uh always like starting the day off with this and yeah can't complain got a decent night's sleep well kind of I might sleep a little bit later today but um but yeah how about you man here same here I got woken up at like 5 a.m by my daughter uh usually she wakes up like 4 or 5 a.m it's ridiculous now uh she woke up 4 a.m for my wife and then she was like you know what mom can't be the only one up with me and woke me up around like five ish so i I was i was geared up and ready to go for fmc this morning which man i I know you're not a big sports guy uh jensen but this is the episode of fmc i suggest everyone watch me and me and uh jeremy were in full first take Stephen a skip bayless mode talking about joella Embiid versus Nikola Jokic for MVP. I also told the story of my visit to the White House in 2011 and meeting Barack Obama. If you see the tweet by Jeremy that he sent out during that conversation, we also talked about a little bit of Jersey Shore, a little bit of OC, a little bit of Entourage. It was a whole bunch of great stuff going on in FMC. So I suggest everyone go out of their way to watch it, even if you're not a big sports fan. We kind of talk about everything. But now, We are here to talk about something that, you know, me and you have talked about, you know, in private. We've talked about on our post show, on our original show, back on, you know, our Twitch channels. But the epic OG love triangle of Craig Manning, Ashley Kerwin, and Manny Santos. This love triangle that still gets people heated. Good morning to to Eddie, Border Dude, a- Angel in the chat. I had a whole bunch of people I was telling Jensen before we went live in the True Hill Heat chat during Impact Wrestling Watch Along talking about wanting to be here this morning for Degrassi Dudes. Everyone's excited to talk about this. How are you? Are you excited, Jensen? Yeah, I'm very excited. And yeah, that's cool. Uh, y'all should check that FMC show out. I'll, I'll, I'll take a look today as well. Like, I'm... I used to be like really, really into like all the sports, like throughout like the nineties and stuff, um, especially. But then like I just gravitated more and more to like MMA wrestling and uh in the NFL. I'm really big into the NFL, like still to this day, but yeah, good stuff. I was good to see people in the chat as well. Hope everyone's having a good morning. And it, we got a special person in the chat, Desi. Desi was the one that actually suggested this to us because we said last week on last week's show that we were going to take your suggestions on what we were going to discuss next. So we got a a couple of great ideas. So once again, like I said last week in the comments section, especially on on demand, let us know what relationship. It doesn't have to be a love relationship. It can be a friendship. I saw one of the comments from last week was uh, that we should do an episode talking about Manny and Emma's friendship, which would be that would be a long very long episode that we would we would have to dedicate to that one because that goes from season one all the way through season nine um we had drew and bianca was suggested to us uh i i gotta go back to i'm gonna actually go back here to the comments so cm actually says cm was actually in the chat for true hill heat yesterday talking about the uh you know being here for degrassi dudes (laughs) but she was the one that suggested emma and manny's relation friendship versus is Paige and Marcos. Uh, oh, okay. we, 
we also got uh, Angel, who's here with us in the live chat, who said they stopped watching Degrassi after season six because JT dying broke their heart so much, which... Uh, yeah, I get it. One hundred percent. Yeah, that was that was the the that was the most depressing thing that ever happened on the show. And then we also had uh, uh, JJ in the in the chat saying, "Haven't watched much." Uh, he said he left his watch along of uh, Emma and Sean in a good place. So it seems weird that Spinner and Emma <laughs> end up together. So yeah, I. I, we appreciate all those comments in the chat in the uh, comment section from last week. We want to see some more because we're letting you guys kind of decide what we're talking about. We already have plans though. Next week we will we're gonna have a special guest uh, content creator that I brought up the last couple of weeks. Not a vampire that does very insightful, in depth, uh, you know content on Degrassi, its character work, how the characters evolve, a great series, Death in Degrassi. I know Jensen was able to check out their work last week. What did you think? Oh, I, really interesting and uh, very, uh, very in-depth. So, yeah, I I, uh, I was impressed. And I'm, I'm interested to have them on the show because we may have some different views on things potentially, but I think it could make for some like really interesting conversation. And I might just agree with everything they say, to be completely honest. But um, but it's going to be one of those things where we're going to have someone else on here who like deeply analyzes and picks and picks apart and like breaks down. Like, I mean, it's, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting and a lot of fun uh show next week so yeah me and me and sp3 are gonna uh record that this weekend and then um we'll air it on friday but we'll be here live as well at like the beginning and end of the show like we did the last time we did it uh when we had amanda on um yeah. and then we'll like roll into the the post show with everybody so we're gonna be talking about cam campbell saunders um yes one of probably one of the more important storylines from like season 10 on, like we said, we want to show love because, uh, you know, a lot of guys, uh, I agree with like Angel and I was kind of like that myself after season six, my viewing of Degrassi kind of lingered a little bit. Like I watched some of season seven that I could remember watching when it was actually going on live, but definitely into like season eight and nine, I was like into college years and I, uh, I got less and less watching Degrassi. And like I said, I was able to rewatch and binge watch everything and complete from season, you know, through season 14. But one of the storylines that definitely stood out was season 12, Campbell Saunders, his whole relationship with Maya, the whole love triangle with Zig, and then finally his whole uh, demise where they really went in depth about the psyche of someone who, you know, uh, wants to commit suicide or is feeling lonely and depressed and they really go in depth about it and i'm very happy and excited to have not a vampire on with us because they do very in-depth work and we're going to go in depth about the whole campbell saunders storyline yeah yeah i'm looking forward to it and like like you said and, and i'll say it again uh check out their youtube channel uh it's not not a and i think vampires with a y instead of an yes. i um and just yeah if y'all want to get kind of familiar, <clears throat> I'm going to watch more of their videos as well. I, I've watched a few of them, but there was like quite a, quite a few uh, videos on there to watch um, with some good viewership as well. Like there's a lot of people that, that are watching those videos and interested in what they're putting out there. So I, I, uh, yeah, I'm excited. And also just real quick, a little off topic, but was there a new South Park this week? I haven't checked yet. Um, Jeremy yeah. said there was, I wasn't able to watch it. I did watch the one that we were, that you talked about last the week. And that, one. that was a great episode talking about the Aerosoft. You think that it's going to go in like, like Jeremy was saying on FMC, you thought it was going in the direction of like, uh, you know, gun control and gun rights. And then it completely turns it on his head. And it's more about their teenager. My teenager hates me is, yeah. the, is the title of it. And just the, the kids kind of becoming the adults and talking about the teenager, Carmen with his teenager talking about, Oh, it loves to go in the bathroom with lotion. Like how dry, how much dry skin do you have? Like yeah. it's great stuff. But you do the Jergens lotion. Isn't right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that was, uh, I, I like, I laughed pretty damn hard at, at certain points of that episode. I loved when, uh, Jimbo shows up and like the music hits and he's got like like the giant like 
thing under his arm, like that giant gun. Like a freaking um, bazooka. A bazooka yeah. airsoft gun. <laughs> and then the way that they lure uh, the teenagers to one spot for the grenade, they just like, oh, he opens up some Tegrity weed and puts it there, and all those kids, dude. <laughs> and then the grenade. The grenade was great. Just the grenade with the airsoft button. And then Cartman going off on his uh, his teenager in the bathroom was awesome, too. Yeah, and just the... like, the, even the beginning with Cartman shooting Collins, this is the greatest day of my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's so funny. And like, when, he, when Cartman shoots his teenager, and he's like, because he flips the the from semi to automatic. Because like you're not allowed. They say at the beginning of the episode you can't use it on auto. So like yeah. they like establish that. So like, he flicks it up and just takes the dude out. Oh man. Anyway, I got I got. I'll probably watch the new South Park right after this. Actually, like after uh, the watch alongs and everything. Yeah, same. That's what that's what I'll I'll probably do either either ten yeah either later today or tonight uh, after we're done with the post show. But let's get into yes. the topic of conversation here. Craig, uh, Manny, and Ashley, the OG love triangle of Degrassi, prominently featured in like season three. But there is some stuff in season two we got to talk about. There's some stuff in season four we got to talk about, and then again season five, season six. Uh, because I, I said it to Jensen before we went live. I'll say it. To, I'll say it to y'all. These two women didn't know better. They didn't know to stay away from this man, this Craig Manning. I know Jensen likes Craig Manning, but I'm sorry. This is where my my detesting of and labeling of Craig as toxic started was with this love triangle here. Yeah. Just because I like characters on the show, though, it needs to be like understood. I'm not. I'm not necessarily saying all these people are like great people. They're just like interesting characters to watch on the show. So like Craig, Craig just has a lot of layers to him. Um, and it was kind of badass that he was like getting with all these like super hot chicks too. Like I mean, like that was like kind of cool. But he was yeah. also, you know, really. See, the thing is, if you screw up a couple times. It's like some stuff can slide, some can be forgiven, but like throughout the series, Craig does this to like every girl he like interacts with. He like screws yeah. them over pretty much. So like that is not that cool. Like after a while, you're like, dude, this went from like you being cool to you being just kind of a dick, you know? So like, so but but yeah, I'm just I just throw it out there. Like there's there's a lot of layers to Craig, and you know I liked his music, and I thought he was an interesting character and stuff. This is true. So, so see, so we got to start off here with season two. So, season two is when Craig is introduced. Um, very early on, we established the whole. There's like a a, a miniature love triangle of uh Craig, Manny, and Emma because Emma originally has a crutch on Craig, but it's very obvious early on that Craig is interested in Manny. So that brings us to. Take my breath away, where Craig and Manny went on their first date. Craig had a terrible time describing it to Jimmy Brooks and Spinner Mason as bizarre, quote unquote. However, Manny told Emma Nelson and Liberty Van Sant that it was magical and that they were in a relation now in a relationship. Craig said that her immaturity reminded him of his five-year-old half-sister Angie, Angela uh, Jeremiah, and he could not uh, kiss her for that reason. Her sweet demeanor meant that he was conflicted as to whether or not to tell her how he felt. When Craig and Manning spoke again, she noticed his disinterested uh, tone and believed that he needed some cheering up. So to that end, she decorated his locker. Craig walked up to his newly decorated locker and frustratedly asked uh, what she did to it. She explained uh, that she thought it would uh, cheer him up. Ashley walked over. So this is the first hint of this uh, love triangle going on. Ashley walks over, who is kind of uh, showing a little bit of flirtation with Greg at that point, stating that she hopes uh, that she was not interrupting their conversation and asks Greg uh, to sign her GM food petition. Uh, Manny asks what GM food is, to which Ashley replies that GM stands for gener genetically modified. Uh, Manny ignorantly asks, does that make them good? I mean, which te <laughs> technically, I mean, if, but, and, and, but, they may not, potentially not as good for you, but they might taste better by using that. <laughs> 
potentially. Anyways. Yeah. True, true. If you watch Good Burger, you know, they put that stuff in the Mondo burgers. So. Oh, dude. Yeah, they steroided the burgers. That's right. I was that movie in so long, but yeah, that's right. That's so With- funny. So, so Manny's response irritates both Ashley and Craig. Ashley uh, walks away, after which Manny told Craig that she did not think he should talk to Ashley anymore. An annoyed Craig said that Ashley is in his class, therefore talking to her could be inevitable at times. Uh, Manny attempted to change the subject, asking what they're doing Friday night, though then takes the hint that there is something wrong. She asked uh, him if she did if he did not like how she decorated his locker, and he replied, no, Manny, I'm sorry, but it's not my locker that I don't like. It's you. Leaving yeah, her cold. leaving her heartbroken, and that's the end of the first uh manny and craig interaction or relationship quote unquote what did you think about this episode here in uh season two yeah that that's cold there at the end uh, it's not the, it's not my locker i don't like it's you it's like oh man ouch um yeah that 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 that's gotta sting but yeah it's interesting because like like you said when when craig came onto the show he pretty much was introduced as angie's Babies? No, not Angie. Big baby. brother. Big brother. Well, Angie's big brother, but but he was doing. Emma knew him. She used to em- babysit Emma, right? Is that what it was? He used to babysit Emma, like. No, no. I think it was like it, they knew each other through the mother, the mother before she passed away, because that's right. when. Yeah, yeah. They used I think, to like. I think because I think he's only one year older than Emma, so I don't know. That's if, true. That's yeah, true. He should be. He should be the one babysitting her. Or wait, was <laughs> Emma babysitting Angie? And that's yes, how. Yes, that's yes, what yes, it was. That's, that's, that's what how. it was. Yeah. Okay, Emma was babysitting Angie. So so, yeah that 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 makes a lot of sense. And then so that's how we introduced to Craig is like she kind of knows who Craig is, and then also we see like the obviously the the stuff of him like taking pictures of Jeremy and Angie and or Joey and Angie, I mean, and, uh, and all that. And then, yeah. So like she likes him, but Manny also does. And then Ashley's getting involved here too. I remember when Craig showed up to Degrassi, like the first thing that happens is he like, can't find the classroom and he's talking to uh, Sean, I think. And like, girls are just walking by going like, Hey cutie, who's this new guy? And it's like, he immediately was just like in. So he's the um, heart. He's the immediately the heartthrob of Degrassi from like jump, and then uh, the the episode where he really kind of shows that he's interested in Manny is uh, the school dance. I think it's uh, "Girls Just Want to Have Fun" is the name of the the episode where uh, Emma and Manny are in supposed to be just at the seventh grade party, which happens like just after school, and then the eighth grade party happens later on, and they sneak there, and Craig kind of sneaks them in, and they're kind of like standing on the side and Craig comes up to them for a dance and he acts as Manny instead of Emma and that hurts Emma and she runs home crying. Oh, there you go. That's right. So he broke Emma and Manny's heart in season two already. Already off to a smashing start, Mr. Manny. Yeah, that just sets the sets the precedent for the rest of his run on the uh, on the show. So indeed. So we then get into season three where uh or to, to kind of give it some background before we get into should I stay or should I go, which is kind of the, the starting point of the real love triangle here. Uh, Manny is already become her whole evolution. We watched it on one of our post shows, our post show after our goat conversation between Manny Santos and Spinner Mason, the episode where Manny goes from sweet, innocent Manny to the sexual icon, the fashionista that is Manny Santos changes her old look. Uh, she gets interest from that, that, dumb dude uh i forget his name the blonde dude that she was like i think dating at the time oh i like that guy who only like his only story was just that um yeah what's that guy's name i'll think of it it's not it's not important but i'll think of it while you're 
So, so in I should should I stay or should I go? Manny greets uh, Craig as he is walking with Marco Del Rossi in the hallway. Marco notices uh, Manny's revealing clothing and says, "Manny's just putting it all out there, huh?" And Craig sarcastically replies, "Never noticed." Uh, when Manny does doesn't oh that's his name Sully. She oh, does not yes. she does not receive a rose from Sully, her boyfriend. She scolds him, saying that Craig sent his girlfriend twelve. As and uh, as Sully responds, well, he's a sucker. So uh, as Greg is uh, singing, uh, sing and remind you that Manny did uh, break JT's heart to start going out with Sully. So just wanted to also put that on there. <laughs> yeah. uh, as Craig is singing uh, a song expressing his love for Ashley, because at the time uh, he wants to get make things a little bit more steamy. He's trying to get across the baseline. He's trying to get the home plate with uh with Ashley, but Ashley, you know, tells him that she, uh, she loves him, but he doesn't know how to say it back. So he sings a song to express his love for Ashley. Uh, Manny is seeing watching admiringly, like, I wish that was me. At the beginning of this uh, episode, like I said, uh, Craig and Ashley are shown making out, and Craig attempts to have sex with her. However, Ashley leaves when Craig doesn't profess his love for her the next day craig sings a song to ashley to express his feelings after hearing the song ashley decides to have sex with him until she hears craig bragging to spinner and ashley tells him that they should take a break heartbroken broken uh manny sees uh craig angrily leaving uh page michael chell's birthday party after having a fight with ashley and goes to comfort him she runs after him, yelling for him to wait, but she, but he yells, not now, Manny. She asks him what happened, to which he replies, I messed up. I messed up again and again and again. She tries to calm him down, reassuring him that he didn't. Though he retorts, tell, that to, tell Ashley that. Manny praises Craig on the song he sang to Ashley earlier that day, telling him that it was amazing. And if he it, it were written for her, she'd be happy for months. Then going on to say forever. <laughs> I'm trying to remember which song that one was. Um, I forget. I forget because I have I I literally right now have uh the song that he that he used to forgive to get Ashley to forgive him stuck in my head. Like no. I, I can't think what of anything. Know. Other. It's what I know. And yeah. what I know is that's that. what I got stuck in my head too. What there, I know. What was, one, what was the one that he that was before that? Someone in the chat's gonna know. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to find his music on uh on YouTube right now, but it's it's all the. It's like, I know this isn't the right. Let me see if this. Yeah, I know. These are like a little bit later in the series. Someone in the chat will know, though. I'm... It's, well, it's probably all Maya Matlin songs, because those are the majority of the ones from Degrassi that uh, get a lot of plays nowadays. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we we also you know yeah and good point there in the uh, live chat by Bam oh uh, no by uh, Border Do saying Manny saw her opportunity and slid right in oh, so yeah. we we move on where Greg uh, takes Manny back to his garage where she requests that he played the song for her he agrees to do so though is quickly interrupted by Manny while playing she tells him that he's the best and if Ashley doesn't see that then she doesn't deserve him. Manny grabs his guitar from his hands and places it gently on the floor. She leans in to kiss him on the cheek, only for him to turn and kiss her on the mouth instead. Craig reluctantly turns away, after which Manny reassures him that it's all right. They begin making out and eventually proceed to have sex. While talking to Emma the following day, Manny states that the night she spent with Craig was the best of her life. Emma begs Manny to tell her what happened between them, though Manny refuses to say. Craig walks by and Manny gets up to greet him. She says, I left you a million, a million messages. You must have been real busy. I missed you. Craig begins explaining, look, Manny, I'm not really sure what happened, though is cut off by Ashley, who acts as if she could speak to with Craig. Uh, Manny stands aside out of out of earshot as they talk and is shown watching with a heartbroken expression as Ashley forgives Craig and hugs him. And that is the end of should I stay or should I go? So 
Yes, I do. As CMC is right, I am trying to sound like a daytime TV narrator. <laughs> so was I wonder if this? I remember there was one song. I don't know if I was the same one or not, but there was the one that was like, uh, oh my god, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. It was uh, one. I, I'm pulling it up here. Oh yeah, the one's like something about the way you shine. shine. When the lights go out, go out. I'm gonna make you make mine. You mine. Yeah. Like, I, I, I know he sings that around this time, but I don't know if that's the song that Manny likes so much or not. Yeah, I think I think that is the song. Is that maybe. it? Okay. I was bothering me that I couldn't remember. And but... then he, he kind of says he loves her in the song, but it's like that I'm in the with you. Yeah, that's like with you. Yeah. Okay. So creative. <laughs> uh, and against all odds, we follow up with this as um, Manny walks up to Craig and engages in him in a conversation of how he's been. She tells him that she misses him, though he states that there's not much for her to miss as they had only hooked up one time. Damn. Burn. <laughs> um, Manny informs Craig uh, of a rave that night and she... Uh, hands him a flyer with the directions and time information on it. She encourages that he come. No strings attached. Craig comes to the rave after uh, some encouragement from uh, Joey, Jeremiah, and Sydney because they want privacy. And uh, Ashley is out of town. So he says he's going to uh, Jimmy's house, but instead he goes to the rave. And Manny, surprised to see him, greets him and asks him if he would dance with her. He replies, why not? Manny grinds her ass on Craig as they are dancing, placing her arm around his neck and then uh, turning around so so that uh, they are face to face with each other. Craig tells uh, Manny that it would be best if he leaves, but shouts, she shouts, don't. Yeah. He reminds her that he has a girlfriend, though she assures him that she can keep a secret. That leads to them going back to uh, Emma's house where Manny is spending a night and they're about to have sex again until Emma comes in and uh, pulls the kibosh on that, which kind of ends Emma and uh, Manny's relationship for that one time. Because the entire episode, Manny was training Emma on how to make a guy cheat with her because Manny's really good at that. So That's right. Yep. So, yeah, there's... Just, yeah, I, I don't even, these are all just like terrible people right now. <laughs> they're just like, they're all cheating on each other and trying to get people to cheat on other people with them. And, uh, but yeah, I remember that like, uh, like when, uh, when Craig is, is when they're dancing at, at the rave and, and Manny's like grinding on him and stuff and turns around, she's like, I can keep a secret. Then he, that's like his like green light. He's like, Oh, you're gonna keep a secret. Then like, they go like straight for like, straightforward he's, so. like, he's like no guilt i have no guilt i'm not thinking about this i'm just gonna go for it it's like all then, i needed to hear is that one thing like, all right then we get into the nitty-gritty here we go into holiday holiday part one we get uh craig and ashley are shown playing in the snow in the beginning of this episode later shown at joey's celebrating christmas just as manny calls in front of ashley but craig ignores it Manny calls Craig again and asks, is this a bad time? And he answers yes, to which Manny replies, right, she's there, referring to Ashley. She then tells him that she was calling only because she missed him. Ashley walks over to Craig, which prompts him to cover up his conversation with Manny by pretending that he is talking to Spinner and then quickly hanging up the phone before she could respond. Manny is shown with a saddened expression upon the abrupt end of their call. After a word with uh, Caitlin Ryan, uh, Craig realizes that Manny is the one for him and tells her that he'll dump Ashley. However, when he goes to Ashley's house to do, to do such, Ashley gives him her grandfather's guitar and he realizes he can dump her then. Yeah, <laughs> you, got a, you got a sweet gift, so like you can't just go through a dumping her now. The episode ends with uh, Craig promising Manny he'll dump her after the holidays, and Manny reluctantly believes him. 
Also during this, we also see uh, kind of a side with uh, Craig kind of talking to Spinner because Spinner uh, sees Craig with Manny and Spinner is basically praising him as the, the ace boom coom, the king dingling of uh, Degrassi because he has two girls uh, that are fighting over him. Yeah, yeah, Spinner is impressed. <laughs> quite impressed uh we move on to holiday part two ashley takes a look at the christmas gifts she thinks craig got for her but is shocked and hurt to see manny wearing them the next day so ashley confronts manny and they realize that craig has been lying to the both of them then when craig and ashley are supposed at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill to be uh, singing Craig axes Ashley what's wrong but Ashley just slaps him in front of everyone across the face exits the stage uh, Craig follows her to see what's wrong but Ashley confronts Craig telling him she knew she knew about him and Manny and she dumps him and then uh, to follow up and to double down on Craig being a piece of crap Manny comes in and also says that she knows that he was lying to her and things are over between them as well yeah, now it's all just blowing up in Craig's face. Pretty much. And if you think that was blowing up in the face, let's get into accidents will happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is also, we have to preface this by saying these episodes, at least like the one real important one in this, like didn't even air in the U.S. Like, no. so like, I didn't even know that this happened until like, a year ago whenever I, I like rewatched the show and I was like, wait a second, I don't remember this episode. Then I like looked into it and I was like, oh, this never aired in the US or uh so we'll you'll understand why as SB3 explains. Yes, it's uh it's if for anyone who's uh looking it up, it's uh Degrassi season three, episode 14 and 15. These were completely scrapped. So, so a lot of stuff that happens later on in season three, you don't understand if right. you're watching if you were watching it live because some stuff also happens that you know follows up on that are just you can't even know about because they originate here and accidents will happen. But the main crust of the story is basically Manny uh, realizes that she's missed her period and she's been sick lately and she thinks that she might be pregnant. Uh, Ashley, who is still well at the beginning, Ashley, who is still bitter about her breakup with Craig, tries to ignore Manny when she decides to confront her and knows she hates her. But Ashley decides to pack up her things, and Manny says she's sorry. And Ashley, however, re retaliates by telling her sorry doesn't make up for all the trouble that she caused. Manny then tells Ashley that she knows, but Craig told her she was the one, and that's the only reason she let it go on. Craig lied to her, too, and she'd erased it if she could. Ashley then tells Manny that she's going to be late, and Manny leaves while Ashley looks at Manny to think about what she just said. We follow this up with uh, basically at the end of this episode, that's when Manny realizes that she is pregnant. She goes, gets comfort from Spike as well as Emma. Uh, and accidents will happen part two when Paige tells Ashley about Manny being pregnant because in the previous episode, it was Paige who Manny asks, how do you know a guy has put on a condom when he had sex with her? Right. Yeah. Well, because like it was like her first time right so like yeah. she didn't she didn't like she didn't know one way or the other so like i think that's also how like because Paige is like wait how could you not how could you not have known and she's like this is like my first time and it's like oh damn like this is this and is she, gonna be pretty heavy 
she does so. tell her that the only way to find out for sure is by axing the guy. And um, Manny is in like this uh, gymnast competition, or and she like messes up, so she's all upset about it. She walks out the gym. Craig comes in to com- to uh, comfort her because he's like the photographer for the meet and uh, tells her everything's gonna be all right. But he that she then axes him. Did you wear a condom? And Craig responds by saying, "Well." Manny, I asked you, and you said it was all right, so I thought that that meant that you were on the pill. That is a huge jump, in my opinion, but he is he is also 15, 16 years old, so I guess, yeah. These are yeah. two irresponsible kids who don't know what they're doing that are making just bad decisions together, yeah. unfortunately. And also, like, this is a, you know, yeah, yeah props, and, and I mean, obviously, Spike, you know, had Emma in high school on the original show, so, like, Spike can relate to you know to what kind of is going on here as well yeah, I, I love how they really connected this whole story to the whole spike and emma dynamic where spike was very comforting and emma was very comforting at first when she thinks that manny's gonna have the baby and then she's really against manny when manny makes a decision to get it aborted uh but the main crust of the love triangle part of this story is in the cafeteria after ashley finds out that manny is pregnant from Paige. uh ashley who is still bitter about craig cheating on her spots craig and manny looking at a book of baby names and asks what they've got there and she snatches the book from them then ashley makes the announcement in in front of the entire school and tries to force Craig and, and Manny to tell their news, but says, oh, they're too modest. And she tells everyone that Craig got Manny pregnant. These two idiots are having a baby was her exact words. And that is too difficult for them to use protection. This causes Manny to, to leave the cafeteria in tears. She also overhears uh, Paige talking shit about her having a baby. And uh, Ashley, still bitter, tells Craig, I can't believe you slept with her making uh the conflict with them too yeah yeah just not just not good so like emma's obviously because emma's so strong in her viewpoint because like if spike would have aborted her in the same situation that manny is in right now then emma wouldn't be there and like that's why she's so like you know i understand why she would be like that and then um yeah, it's just, it's tough because also, I mean, let's be honest, when, like when we were like 15 and stuff, like we just, we didn't know what we were doing. We had no idea what we were doing. And like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying like to have unprotected sex is a good thing. I'm just saying like, dude, I don't think I was, I don't think I knew how to put a condom on until I was like old. I, I, I'm definitely older than 15. Um, I'm not, once again, like if you're going to be having sex, you got to know that stuff because like you don't mm-hmm. want situations like this to happen. But uh, it's just it's just everyone, everyone involved just being young and naive and kind of stupid and inexperienced and just making a lot of mistakes. And that's um, so, yeah, it's, it's just unfortunate that things wound up going this direction, especially for like your first time having sex and stuff like what a bad like first experience to have like that, like all of this came attached to it, you know, like so um so yeah just 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 bad unfortunate all the way around unfortunately for for all these people indeed uh and i do agree with cm ashley was right to be upset but i don't think there's anything right about uh exposing it to the entire school and making that announcement in the cafeteria yeah well yeah i mean this we we call ashley trashly all the time here on this show so like we (laughs) um Wow. See, this, I mean, this, I mean, this is a real thing that, I mean, that, yeah, that's totally, I mean, shit, it could have, like, the first time I had sex, I didn't wear a condom. And I think I was like, by 17. And that wasn't because it was straight up because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like, it was just like, you know, you know, I was just dumb. I was just dumb and stupid. You know, you know what I mean? And I just got yeah. lucky. I essentially, I just got lucky that the girl didn't get pregnant essentially but like i could understand why these kind of this is also why these kind of this show is so important with these kind of messages because like this kind of situation is like super relatable to young kids who are having sex like really young i mean it's just these yeah. are things that can happen and i mean obviously like cm said like you know someone that got pregnant with twins the first time she had sex like that's that's wild so but it's that very is. possible 
Yeah, and great comment by uh, Desi saying, uh, Ashley got cheated on. I get it. It sucks, but Manny had to make some life-changing decisions off the back of it. She didn't deserve what she got from it. Yeah, like, it was really like they made Manny the villain in all of this when Craig is as responsible or even yep. more responsible because he's older than her as well. So, like Border Dude said, uh, they didn't get that far in health class yet. I don't remember taking health class in freshman year. Like, that's the year that Manny's in. Like, I remember it coming into play in sophomore year, though. So, Craig should have at least gotten some condoms from health class or something. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, like, I kind of place blame kind of equally across the board. But at the same time, like, I feel the worst for Manny by far in the situation. Like, everyone made mistakes going into this. But, like, the big disconnect there is like, Craig not understanding the whole like you're not like you gotta wrap it up like yeah either way like when you're that young especially and like that was a huge mistake on his part like huge mistake in the misunderstanding of like because that's how i remember it right it wasn't like him actually trying to like trick her it was like he thought that she said that she was on the pill so it was yeah. just like a, it was a misunderstanding but manny's the one who like is going to be the most affected by this by far like between her ashley and craig like she's the one who has to like really deal with like the real consequences of this unfortunately um yeah. so so you know what i mean as as much as i feel like everyone involved is a bit responsible i definitely feel the worst for manny when it comes to this for sure 100% and uh, they're they're kind of have their whole falling out at the end of the episode when Manny does decide that she's going to get an abortion Craig is, is vehemently against it uh, she realizes that this was only about the baby for him and they are not really good for each other and they're not good for a baby right now so that's why she makes her decision and that kind of ends their relationship for now uh, we move into later in season three, the rock and roll high school, which is the fallout from Craig and Ashley uh, Craig and his band downtown scratch cross uh, sign up for Degrassi's battle of the bands and finds out he's going against Ashley and her band. Hell half no fairy uh, <laughs> later in class. Ashley is told to read something which Craig laughs at and it hurts Ashley after school. When Craig is at a music store, Ashley is also there and she sees Craig, but leaves when she he spots her. Then Craig tries to apologize to Ashley, which makes her feel even worse due to what happened the next day. When both bands are practicing, Ashley's band is, is after Craig's and they perform an insulting song toward directed towards Craig. Um, the next day, Craig confronts Ashley to not perform the song at the battle of the bands. And this leads to them getting into another argument. Craig is then about to tell Ashley to go to hell, but is interrupted by Archie Simpson. Archie Simpson. The next day, Ashley, Paige, Michael, Chuck, Ellie Nash, and Hazel Adan are walking down the hall, the hall wearing shirts with Craig on fire. <laughs> I love the slow motion shot of them just walking down like it's so badass with the shirts. Then uh, Craig and Ashley get into another argument and Craig tells Ashley that he's sorry multiple times and asks how many times he has to apologize. And Ashley says until he means it. Then after Ashley performs, Craig is shown uh, is is kind of conflicted. He he doesn't even show up on stage uh, at first. It, Chris Spinner kind of makes up a song that they're gonna do, but then Craig finally shows up. He's shown performing, and Ashley is listening to his song. What I know, what I know is that I hurt you, and I know what I know is what I that I suck. And what I know is that I'm sorry. <laughs> and then I heard you. Yeah, I don't. I know. Although I, that, that's a great song, though. It's yeah. a great. It is a great. A, this one is like everything I touch yeah, just turns, turns to dust. To dust. Yeah. Oh, great! great I, that's his best. Actually, song. He's, he's done. Yeah, he, he had some good ones for sure. Was was uh Ashley's song was Mr. Nice Guy on that one, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great yeah. stuff. Great stuff. Uh, then okay. after uh, Battle of the Bands, Greg's band uh, wins the competition and actually compliments him on it and begins to forgive him. And that leads us into uh, season four, where we see the reuniting of Ashley and Craig, 
uh crash crashly i think is their is their couple name <laughs> crashly uh which which appropriately is, is very appropriate for what they what they are um angel i love that comment i hope when degrassi merch when it goes to hbo max that we get <laughs> we get these iconic shirts yes yeah. yes i just angel. saw uh shane kiffel who played uh spinner mason i just saw last night he dropped another t-shirt or he's like coming up with a t-shirt design and it's all about uh it's like a book and it says uh oh, what did it say it says like boner hider or something like that um or boner shield it says boner yes, shield, boner shield. Yeah. Yes. oh we gotta get that we gotta get that shirt that shirt is epic oh that's yeah great. they had two designs one was a book that just had boner shield on it the other was like it was like emojis, like a book emoji next to a eggplant emoji next to a shield emoji. So yeah. that's awesome. That's awesome. One of more famous spinner episodes there. So yeah, like I said, season four, uh, the, the uh, basically the battle of the bands got them uh, studio time. So Greg's band is going into the studio, and he decides that Ashley is like the missing link to downtown Squash, which doesn't go well with uh, Jimmy Spinner and Marco. There's a lot of conflicting on the sound and what songs they should make, but Craig decides to choose. Ashley over the studio time and over the band and they reunite at that same time Craig is going through his bipolar disorder or discovering that he has bipolar disorder he asks Ashley to marry him uh at at her dad's uh, um wedding uh he uh, destroys a hotel with uh, Joey's card on it. He beats the crap out of Joey at the end of that uh, that two-part episode, which Ashley is the one that kind of makes the save and tells him to calm down, and he goes to the hospital. He gets the meds that he needs. He starts going to, you know, group therapy. Then at the end of the season, Ashley fucks him over again by leaving and going to London, and um, basically uh, Craig goes through another bipolar disorder where he meets, what's the guy's name that steals his uh guitar skinny Skinny? right yeah 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 Yeah, like a homeless dude that he hangs out with he's he's, he's like a homeless guy doing like street music on like uh he's playing like the drums or something on like a trash can that's i I would argue i would argue that's one of the better season finale two-parters that they've done yeah that whole drama with it because you had the the whole uh jay and silent bob film at the school going on and then craig with his whole drama craig's supposed to make a song for the movie and stuff so yeah that's like he's he's like sleeping at the school and they like realize he's like staying there um yeah yeah like when he meets skinny he's like he's like playing street music with him and they're like making a little bit of money because like craig's got his guitar and uh, he's got like that really expensive guitar that he that used he bought his dad's, with his dad's money. Yeah, yeah. So he spent like five grand on it or something crazy. And uh, and yeah, the skinny tries to get him to like like mug a guy at a gas station. Like he was like outside of his car. He's gonna like go rob the dude. And Craig like doesn't want to do it. So skinny just beats him up and takes his guitar from him. Like yeah. And then they find Craig just like. Oh no! He then he goes to like that shelter, yeah, and he, yeah. he's like, and that's where they, uh, someone sees him on the news, like a missing person thing, and that's so yeah. It's crazy, crazy storyline. So Craig is in like group group after that, after that incident, not after the first bipolar uh, incident that he had. After that incident, he goes into group. That's when he starts developing his friendship with Ellie. He spurns Ellie though to get in to start up his restart his relationship with Manny. Uh they do there's like the great the great episode where uh, Manny and Ellie are like dressing up for like the their their band's like uh, performance at this uh this girl's wedding and like they're competing against each other but eventually he chooses Manny because he helps out Manny after she becomes persona non grata once again when she exposes her boobs at, to the entire school or Peter Stone exposes her boobs to the entire school at the beginning of season five. So they get back into the relationship, which, of course, will eventually end horribly. But before we get into that, when Ashley returns home from London in high fidelity in season five, Ellie told her that uh, she uh, that Craig was in Vancouver pursue, pursuing his solo music career and that he was dating Manny. Ashley said that this made her vaguely itchy. <laughs> 
<laughs> Later that day, Greg arrived uh, arrived back in Toronto to attend the class of 2006 graduation ceremony. And when uh, he looked over at at her, Ashley awkwardly averted her gaze. Yeah. And then uh, we go into season six, which is the whole drama, the fallout of Craig and, and Manny when he returns to town again. He's got a Coke addition. He gets Manny to do Coke. Uh, this kind of ends there. Well, she, hold on, hold on. We got to be honest about that. She make she like begs him for the coke because she doesn't Basically. feel like she gets along with he wasn't pushing it on her she yeah, no. wanted in on that yeah, and then yeah. and then she wants out immediately she tries it and she's like this is not for me but yeah because he said that made it sound like he showed up and was like hey manny do this coke with me. Dude, he was like, like yeah, i want some because right, i don't get right. along with your friends so, you're right i'm trying yeah. to paint i'm trying to paint craig as in bad of a light as possible <laughs> to make manny santos look better yes i am ladies and gentlemen i will no, not to be, to be fair, she she does not like it and she like wants him off it and, she, and then he starts lying to her about stopping so like ultimately craig is the bad guy in this scenario once again but it just yeah, he's got to be honest here with how I know, things I know. are happening. This is why you're here, Jensen, because I have I have many bias. I I will not deny that I have many bias, and this is how I view things and not what really went down. Because the, the whole story of the love triangle ended, so I'm not even reading from a script anymore. I'm just True. going off of my memory. True, so, that's fair. Like, that's fair. So yes, he does. Uh, eventually, they break up. Uh, you get Ellie, who eventually gets him the help that he needs to get over this addiction to coke. And then we go to I think it's season seven when Ashley is back with Jimmy. She has her falling out with Jimmy because Jimmy is a much better musician than she ever was because he's rapper Drake. Um, (laughs) but Ashley does get her break by, uh, Craig coming back into town for this whole performance. And he basically, uh, gets Ashley on stage to perform with him. And they announced that she's going on tour with Craig at that same time. That's when Manny finally realizes that she's in love with Jay. And she was like, uh, I thought I was in love with Craig, but I'm really in love with Jay. So that is the complete Love triangle and story of Craig Manning, Ashley Kerwin, and Manny Santos. Yes. Yes. And we're going to watch two of these episodes right after this. So make sure to join us. We're going to be watching the first episode where like they, this kind of starts. And then we're going to watch the, uh, the episode that includes the, the Battle of the Band stuff that we were talking about, too, with some of this banger music. But uh, but yes, an iconic love triangle Uh the the first love triangle to Rossi or no? I can't. Um, I want to say this is the 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 most iconic for sure yeah. of the love triangles. I wouldn't say the first because you can kind of say maybe Jimmy, Ashley, and Sean at the end of season one, kind of, kind of. Yeah, there. Were, I mean, there was a little bit of like kind of like people kind of cheating a little bit here yeah. and there but this this was like and that kind of, and first... that goes into like season the early part of season two as well when ashley is kind of trying to decide if she wants to go full emo or go back to what she really was she goes on a date with sean so that kind of still continues on so it's more than just one episode of that love triangle dynamic i completely forgot they went on a on a date after that um but this one this one like this lasted like a while though yeah between, like ashley manny and uh and craig so yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a moment in history for Degrassi: Next Generation. That's for sure, and uh, and pretty much everybody came out of it all kind of looking like bad people. Unfortunately, like nobody really like came out looking great out of this thing. No, um, every everybody. The funny thing is, I like Ashley the least out of all three of them. After and she was like the one who like actually has the least blame in this entire scenario absolutely she has she has no blame whatsoever in this situation but like we we literally dragged her for for being justifiably mad and exposing that they they got each other pregnant we dragged her more than anything we've said about manny or craig during this whole entire well except for me saying that craig pushed drugs on (laughs) yeah that's how my brain remembers Now, I mean, to be fair, ultimately, all it is Craig's fault because, like, he's the one who's like doing the drugs to begin with. Like, so I, you know, but it was just, it was just funny how, like, well, not funny, but like that's just that he's doing, he's doing drugs. He doesn't want anyone else knowing he's doing the drugs. Manny realizes he's doing the drugs, and then Manny wants in on the drugs. 
because he just doesn't feel comfortable around Craig's friend. They're they're like all home from college and they're taught. Like, did you ever in your life? We, we both graduated from college. Like, did you ever outside of school have a conversation where you're sitting at a dinner table like they were and being like, "Yeah, the philosophy is on you." This this book that we've been reading in school. No. Did you read did you read uh, Thurdo or whatever? And it's like, I never I never talked about my college classes with any of my high school friends when I met up with them again. No, never. Never. So Never. these people are like actively in college and like they're spending their time having dinner parties and being like talking about like philosophies and stuff that they're learning in school. And Manny's just like can't add to the conversation because she's not like she's, she's still not, in high school. Yeah, she's still in high school and she doesn't have any idea what they're talking about. So she's like, all right, I want to fit in with your friends. So she starts doing coke with Craig. And then, like I said, she's immediately like, I don't, this isn't for me. And he just keeps lying that, that he's quit. And then he also tries to place, he, Ellie finds out. Oh yeah. He and he tell her that it was yeah. Manny's. That's, yeah. that's why my brain is like, he pushed it on her because he literally tried to use her as the out when Ellie finds yeah. the drugs. That's fair. That's fair. So that's why my brain remembered it. I apologize. I, I appreciate Jensen for correcting course and telling y'all what really happened because <laughs> I am Manny Bias. We have He's established. real. He's real. <laughs> real time. <laughs> uh, bam. Yes. I, I I mean, if we do get President Obama on FMC uh, for the request <laughs> of Jeremy, I will ask him to make Emma and Sean being Endgame canon because we need that. We oh, need that'd that. be hilarious. We need that. We need you to use your power to change the results of a uh, of a TV that, show that, that ended. That was that was the the story that I told. I was at a holiday party in 2011, around the time when the NBA vetoed the trade of Chris Paul to the Los Angeles Lakers. Right. People, I was at the holiday party. People are thanking Obama for being the first black president, thanking him for his contribution, creating all these jobs. I go up to Barack Obama and I was like, "Could you veto the veto trade?" Of Chris Paul to the Los Angeles Lakers, and he legit laughed. It was like that's like the best thing anybody said to me because he's a big basketball yeah. basketball fan. So he got a he he got a chuckle off of me saying that. So I I always bring that up whenever that trade is brought up to me. That's hilarious. That's good. That's a good use of your your opportunity. There was there was when I was way younger. Um, I was in Phoenix, Arizona with my dad and. Uh, Bud Selig was there, who was the MLB commissioner. And this was like the, this was probably like pre 2010. Like, I mean, maybe 2005 or maybe a little earlier. I can't remember, but he was at the bar. And um, I remember my dad, like we, we, we went up to him and uh, my dad, like one question, he just like asked if there was, if like Pete Rose was going to get in the hall of fame or not. Like you could ask him anything. And he's like, are y'all ever gonna put pete rose in like because that was like always the big question and he was like i i think he i remember him saying like if it was up to me i would it's just like there's just too much politics behind it and like but he wanted to do it but i know what you mean where like you meet somebody and it's like you know you only got like one question so like you might as well just like ask the thing you really want to know because like they're going to talk to a thousand people after you anyway they're not going to like remember you or like make fun of you for like asking something so like yeah. You know, like yes, and and he's he was the president of the United States. So I was like, yeah. if I could ask anybody to veto the the commissioner of the NBA, it would be the president. Yeah, it's so. genius. That'd be hilarious if he did that. And like you were the you were the reason that like that all got dude. That was bullshit. I remember that happening. Like there should you shouldn't be allowed to veto trades like that. That was so stupid. I stand by that. That totally changed the course of the Lakers history, ladies. Because what else has that ever even happened? Never. Yeah. Like never. And what's, and what's even the? I don't. I don't even understand how they are allowed to do that. I guess they they feel well, like the trades unfair, so they. they... I, it was at the time that the NBA owned the New Orleans pellet. The That's New Orleans. Right. Yeah. So so that was right. the whole thing. That was why they were able to kind of veto it. But yeah, they you're gonna get me on a tear read like yeah, I was yeah, yeah, on yeah. FMC. But I agree with CM in the live chat who says Jay and Manny <laughs> was uh, greater than Ashley and Craig. I do agree with that. I I love the. Jay and uh, the Jay and Manny relationship. Uh, we also got CM who says, let's not lie. Jimmy and Ashley both suck. Uh, we also got Border Dude who says, pretty sure it is the love triangle. So, yes, anyone who caught us late and uh, Desi also adding in because she's trash. Yes, Trashly is trash. So Trashly. 
We hope you all join us twitch.tv forward slash fight talk underscore or twitch.tv forward slash true hill heat wrestling or Steven Jensen at, uh, at fight talk underscore on the Twitter machine. We will be going live in about five minutes because I already sent Jensen the link here and we're going to be going live to watch. Should I, should I, should I stay or should I go? And uh, the high school, the rock and roll high school episodes of this love triangle that we just discussed. Remember, everyone, to drop a like on this video. Share it with your friends, all your Degrassi fans. Make sure to tag Degrassi if you share it on the Twitter machine. And, of course, like always, let us know in the comments down below what relationship, friendship, character, storyline you want us to discuss on Degrassi Dudes because this show is as much yours as it is mine and Jensen. CM Thready. Hope you're all ready. We're going live in just a few minutes on Twitch. So this has been Degrassi Dudes on Fightful Overbooked. We will see you next Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern time, right here on Fightful Overbooked. For Jensen, it is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom, SP3. And this has been Degrassi Dudes. See you in a couple minutes. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.